Swimming in it, D'Andrew Bella. Swimming in it. These people have no idea what it's like to be treading water 24-7, to have to wear a life jacket because we're swimming in that WAP, W-A-P, right here on WLR. What's going on? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. You know the deal. What happened about? Oh, there he goes. He's swimming. He's swimming in it. Tell the people what's up, man. I heard, I heard from from the grapevine that there are some holes in this house, and and only you can answer that question. What's up? That isn't that is true. My my sources are telling me, and as a matter of fact, multiple sources have confirmed there are hoes in this house. And Kanye's Kanye's album didn't drop. Billy Ray, I know. I'm waiting for that freaking, and, and I'm, I've been listening to Kanye all week, right? And I, I went back and I listened to like three or four albums, man. And and I came to the conclusion really straight up that he is the greatest of all time. He sure. really, really is. And I think I can make an actual argument in that regard against anyone that came up and, and tried to debate me on that point. I don't want to hear about Nas. I, and I love Nas. I think Illmatic is the greatest hip hop album ever by itself, right? Uh, um, uh, Big Pac, uh, definitely don't want to hear about Jay Z. Um, LL Cool J is the dude. I get it. I get all these people are legendary. They're all goats, right? All of them. But I don't think any one of them have done what Kanye West has done. And people forget that Kanye was producing golden hits for years before he became a solo hip hop act and started rhyming. And then he produced his, a lot of his own stuff for that, you know, and, and single-handedly, uh, not single-handedly along with Pharrell and um, who's the other cat. Just, uh, I forget the other dude's name or, or in, instrumental in Jay-Z's career in the second half of Jay-Z's career. Um, you know, it, it's uh, I don't I don't think he gets the amount of credit that he should based on a lot of the stuff that he's set right and uh, and what he's done recently. So I, I don't think people are are giving him his just due. But if you really stop to think about it, who has done what Kanye West has done in the amount of time that Kanye West has done it? Who I don't know. But anyway, Bells, I'm handing it over to you. <coughs> College dropout, what? Late registration, what? Right. Graduation, what? Love that album. My good lord, just starting off right there. It's just silly. It gets crazier from there too. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the man has done a spectacular amount. And um, 
even he's got like unreleased albums that are better than some of your favorite rappers actual best albums so (laughs) like that like i mean there's he's got a whole catalog of unreleased shit that is just like woefully unavailable to the masses but like those those who who seek shall find um but yeah even the most recent album that didn't drop like i've heard half of it already it's fucking amazing but <laughs> the uh the one song with the dogma quote i don't know if you've heard it it's like the quote from uh from jay from jay and silent bob he's like beautiful big titty buck naked women just don't fall out the sky you know or whatever it is that's like the line and kanye of course Right. sitting around watching dogma heard this was like oh i'm gonna make a fucking hit song about this and <laughs> it will be when it gets released it's such a great song um but yeah just fantastic news on that front and uh that was that was like kind of that was that, you know the kanye fandom it, it's it's like a lot of other fandoms that i've got like it's like you know mets just constantly disappointing you know like there's just there's just like oof you know it, it, it hurts when you like like something so much that like something like that can like actually made like mess up your weekend a little bit which, which it kind of did for me i was like damn i really hope i really thought he was gonna pull through this time well, it's coming out on friday supposedly and and um yeah just we'll for for the backstreet boys uh sample alone that that one track is amazing i just want to hear that uh over and over again um but let's see it's supposed to come out on friday i am waiting for that next great kanye album because it's been a while Right. And, and maybe this is it. I don't know. Maybe we'll never get that back again. But he dropped five in a row, five in a row without it, without a doubt, all the way up to, to Dark Fantasy. You know, 808s and Heartbreaks was fantastic. I mean, it's so I mean, I, I don't know. He's you, woefully underrated. It's probably like my most like listen back to album at this point. I got to go back and listen then like just based on, on your suggestion here. But 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 we have the main event. The reason why everybody tunes in week after week after week sitting here right now, the Kanye West of professional wrestling podcasting, ladies and gentlemen, without the bipolar. (laughs) Tell them what subject. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our main event of the evening. And he comes to us from the land of the sun devil by way of the Denver airport. He stands at six feet. 6.6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds. All biceps. There they are. I could see them from all the way over here in Jersey. He is the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of the colossal kajungas, and the hunker of you. what's going on while i'm not looking he's sexy he's stranglery strangler steve boom <laughs> Thanks, Bells, man. That was awesome. I loved it. And a little Kermit the Froggy at the end, but you know what? I kind of <laughs> uh, I was I was listening to your intro, but I had to keep going back and forth into the comments, which I try to do whenever I can. And I don't know if you guys are reading, but Professor is hot as fuck about the, the rap conversation going on. I think that's I think a, oh, that's track. track. <laughs> yeah, oh, was it track? Okay, that's track. Yeah, track hates like, everyone. He hates Kanye West. 
and I was kind of laughing, like trying to read the comments and like not sell it. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, you want to get into people's nerves. I mean, music is definitely one of those great conversations where right. it's, it's it's so subjective. You know, who you like, who you don't like, and somebody that you love that is just like it just speaks to you, and it's just like your thing. And somebody else is like, yeah, that's ass. I actually I, I saw a great quote from Kanye about like liking his music and I think it was like um what do you say he's like if you if you listen to my music it's the code to self-esteem he's like if you like Kanye West music you don't like Kanye West you like yourself and I'm just like helping you like I'm that shot of espresso in the morning that like helps wake that up in you and well, I was like, damn, that. that is exactly right. That is exactly I how I feel about it. <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Bells and I are both Capricorn, so we love ourselves by nature. We just love ourselves. right? There you go. I'm a Scorpio, so I can kind of relate in that aspect a little bit. Yes. Uh, but for me, I, 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 we had this conversation years ago probably, but for me, nobody is ever going to be uh, better than KRS-One. That's uh, the dude K- that well, spoke yeah. to me. Back in the day, just like fucking just paving those roads for everybody else. And uh, I don't think there's any ever been a greater storyteller. And just just throwing out that knowledge, honorary 33rd degree Prince Hall Mason, you know, <laughs> kind of hard to beat, you know, and uh, he's got the knowledge and he's uh, willing to share it with those who are willing to accept it. And right. uh, for me, man, not only are the stories great, but the music is fantastic. He actually helped my little brother's band out at one point. He was a great dude and, um, you know, just a larger-than-life character for me. But, uh, yeah, just a dude that just, you know, reverberates knowledge and uh, just a super good dude all around. And you can just feel his aura when you see him in person. KRS-One was the dude, uh, uh, Rakim, of course, right? Uh, um, The God MC. Hello, Cool J, who who always gets left out of these lists for some reason, and he's the longevity is ridiculous, right? I am a huge 50 Cent fan. I you think know, he's woefully underrated. To a certain extent, is kind of like the Bret Hart of the hip hop scene, right? Like he's like yeah, every, yeah. All, he's like all your favorite rappers' favorite rapper, like LL Ooh. Cool J. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Uh, agreed. What about Yella and Ren? They were fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no one ever talks about those dudes, you know. No, no one does. <laughs> no one does. But um, but um. I I just think and and track track doesn't like uh, uh, Kanye because he says that he didn't produce all his own stuff. I, I don't I don't get this. People yeah. get get production credits for various reasons on an album. Uh, Bello's a musician. Bello can tell you. Yeah. Um, it's it it depends on. I mean, nine times out of ten, Kanye gets. Uh, if he produced a track, he's the main producer. He's the lead producer on a track. Yeah. Right. And then the, the, the term producer, right, is is ambiguous because it right. beat maker and beat maker doesn't necessarily translate over to producer, even though that's what we call it. Regardless of that, uh, I don't think anybody's done it. I mean, you find me someone that that has been as, as successful producing producing music and then becoming a rapper and been as successful doing that. I, I don't know. You can't you can't name someone. I don't think that person exists. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm a huge fan of of many hip hop artists. I just don't think that person exists that has done what Kanye West has done. That's it. Okay. He's Michael. He's Da Vinci. He's Ali. He's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. He's no Lawrence Welk. He's Shakespeare. Right. <laughs> 
So anyhow, talking about uh, the Kanye West of of professional wrestling, MJF is rumored oh, to be. No, 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 no. That's that's no. what they're saying. That's what people no, say. No He's controversial. Ain't no one saying that. Fewer people call you Billy the Kid. <laughs> Everybody calls me Billy the Kid. Okay, and people actually call me Cody Loads now. Right? People people have been tweeting about it. It's been trending on Twitter for the past few days. Cody Loads, aka Billy Ray Valentine, aka Billy the Kid, aka the Mecca G, twenty twenty four to three thousand, baby. Yeah, CM Punk is obviously the Kanye West of wrestling. Like that's like that's a given. But uh, go ahead with your MJF point. Well, you just kind of went with it. You know that way we could have just gone. I wanted to so bad, but I I was having this like uh, Punk is the Kanye of pro wrestling. Like he is the Kanye brainstorm recently. So yeah, I'm sorry you just triggered me a little bit. No, you're you're right. But we weren't talking about him, and I wanted to build a bridge, and we're going to talk about MJF. So I was like, it was a damn good try, sir. I'm sorry, just couldn't. I couldn't. I appreciate that, and I will take it anyway. MJF is rumored to be going over to the WWE. Everybody's talking about it at some point. At some point in time, MJF will show up on Raw. It is an inevitability, right? It's going to happen no matter how much money Tony Khan throws at him. He's going to the WWE. It's only a matter of when, right? So Cody Rhodes decides uh, the, may I say, the real world's champion, like Ric Flair back in the day, the real head of the table, right? The real great white hope and the winner, of the 2024 Royal Andre Rumble, the Giant all Memorial. the way to WrestleMania, <laughs> and dethrone Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes goes online and he says that MJF will one day make it to the WWE, or he will one day make the jump over to the WWE and the IWC, YWC, the, <laughs> AW, the AEW loyalists go lose their mind. And they're like, how could you say something like that? Oh, my God. And they, you know, they start, you know, uh, crapping all over Cody Rhodes as a result, as a result. Um, and uh, and and that's the story. MJF actually commented on it and said, hey, it's just his opinion. What do you care about his opinion? Pretty much solidifying the fact that he's coming over to the WWE at some point. Bells, what's up, man? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely coming over here. He better not come over here uh, anytime in the foreseeable future because a wise man by the name of Phil Brooks once said he's just a less famous Miz, and that's precisely what he'll be in the WWE when he comes over here. Oh, my God. Check this out. Check this out. Henny Powers, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I can't wait for Phil Brooks to eliminate Cody during the Rumble. Listen, listen, Henny Powers. I love you, but I love you, man. But but you can't you can't you can't be saying stuff like this, okay? You're gonna you're gonna wish this into into existence. You're putting that energy out into the world, and we don't need that. We don't need that negativity, right? We need to be positive about what's gonna happen at the Royal Rumble. We need to be positive. Give Cody Rhodes all the vibes, the 11-11 vibes, ladies and gentlemen. I predict Cody Rhodes will win the Royal Rumble at 11-11 p.m., <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right, Strips, what's going on? What do you think of MJF and that whole that whole deal? Oh, he'll, he'll definitely go to WWE because it's, it is now and ever will be, as long as it's a business, the measuring stick of, quote-unquote, making it in the business and uh, – uh, you know, it's the feather in the cap and it's the biggest payday. Although, you know, I guess, <laughs> excuse me, you can argue that um, Tony Khan's not afraid to put up some money and has paid people very, very handsomely during their times in his company. So 
you know, even if it's even if the pay is even the same, or maybe even perhaps a slightly less in WWE, the exposure is ten times greater, if not more. So, and uh, you get all the mainstream eyeballs on you. And like with um, SmackDown going to, I think it's CW. I don't know. I'm sorry, USA coming up. I mean, that's that's you know, kind of big news. And uh, I heard um, the vet saying on the Monday locker room to Hameen that. Um, NXT is going to the CW, so it's going to possibly have tons of more eyeballs on it, which is a great thing. So, I mean, if he were to come over to WWE, does he spend a year in NXT just get sharpening those blades, or do you just throw him right on the main roster? I, I think that a place like NXT, although I'd hate to see him waste any good stuff down there, would definitely get him so ready for mainstream TV that, uh, you know, I'd, I'd hate to if there was room to be made where he can grow even just a little bit more, I'd hate to see them not do it because they just want to get him on TV. Like there's no rush right now. WWE has plenty of names. If he just did six months in NXT, just to brush up his stuff before he went on TV. That's great. They don't have to strap him. They don't have to do anything. But speaking of straps, he's currently the AEW world champion. Currently the ring of honor tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And also certainly he's, you know, quote unquote injured. I don't know if the injury is a shoot or a work, but, if he has told Tony Khan that the injury is a shoot, but it's really not, and he could work, is he just prolonging his time at the top of the card and being the champion and not taking matches because he's quote-unquote injured, where he could possibly be doing that because if Tony was like, well, shit, I only have him for X amount of more months. I need to get the belt off him, but I can't because he's injured. You know, then this starts becoming like, you know, you're juggling a hot potato and you don't obviously want him to leave. On the very tippity top, if he's going to go and go to WWE or anything like that. So you kind of want him to maybe do, you know, a couple jobs on his way out, obviously, you know, crown the new champion and maybe get one or two other guys over in the process and help um, AEW come up with a couple more, you know, I don't know if you'd call them stars, but definitely recognized figures in the company that can say, Hey, I have a win over uh, MJF. Cause uh, as far as I know, he hasn't done too many jobs since uh, being in the company. No, no, no. Let's get my boy Swerve in there to 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 whoop his ass real quick. I'd I'd, I'd like to see that, right? But but um, conspiracy theory. I I like it. I like it, Striz. Um, JVD's in the. Ch- I don't know if he's any longer. If he's still here, because I know he had to go. But what's up, buddy? How you doing? I hope. What's up, JVD? That's right. Down the road when you when you're driving down, listening to WLR. I hope you're doing your thing. I hope you're doing well. But he says MJF will debut at the Royal Rumble and eliminate Punk and Cody and win both of them. See, I, I'm with you, JVD, on eliminating Punk. Comes in and eliminate Punk, all for it. But it, that all stops with, with, with Cody Rhodes right there. Cody Rhodes would just, you know, sun him up real quick, be like, listen, thank you for coming to my house. Slap him in the back of the head, throw him over, be like, listen, come back in a couple of years and, and we'll talk about it. You know, that, that's probably what would happen. Uh, in, in that event, but but Punk, yeah, throw him right over. That would be pretty cool if MJF showed up at the Rumble. I'm looking forward to this Rumble uh, very, very much, as you guys well know. Anyway, it's inevitable that MJF is going to make it to the WWE. Yeah. I've got his new name too. I could because it's it's What's just the new name. What it, the new name is uh, it's um, hold on, I've got it right here. It's Alex Riley. <laughs> that's his nice one wwe yeah there you go that's a deep cut yeah yeah it is right um I started being jmf 
Um, but but yeah, there's that or whatever. So I mean, people wanted to talk about that, and and it's it's what's uh, storming the interwebs. So hey, uh, we we'll discuss it real quick, right? And and see what develops. I, I think it'll be some time before uh, before MJF makes it over to the WWE. But but it's an inevitability that it will happen. Uh, closing thoughts on that, guys, or we're moving on. Well, I, I just one last thing. If he were to stay in AEW, I, I bet you. You know, uh, he could get himself a very, very sweet contract. Yeah. And if he thought thought his head, the only reason I wanted to leverage WWE was I'd rather be the big fish in the small pond and stay on top of the game for another five years. And if Tony's going to be willing to maybe shell out six mil a year, be the top paid guy in the company, you know, be the biggest heater, have the best spots on TV. You know, there's a lot for staying in AEW. You know, the Bucks ended up staying and Omega ended up staying and, they all leveraged very big money contracts for doing so. So it's not wrong to not go yeah. to WWE. I mean, to you work less dates with AEW, it's, you know, I can't more say more work rate, but, right. Yeah, but you do have much more flexibility, more time off. You can go to like the movie premieres and things like that, still rub shoulders with, you know, the guys like John Cena whenever you do those kinds of things, which is great. Maybe he can pitch a movie to Tony, but listen. WWE puts guys in movies. What can you do for me? You know, like, hey, you got, you know, $7 billion at your disposal. Can we take a couple million bucks and make an MJF movie? <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing here? Let's do an MJF 30-minute 30, 30 sitcom. You know, let's let's do some shit. You know, you got the money. Why not? Right, right, right. He's funny. Excellent idea, too, right? And and, and you're right. He could very well stay in, in AEW and collect a paycheck in, in a really, and really a system he's already very familiar with where he's the top guy. Yeah. Or, yeah, and he'll continue to be that, and and make a ton of money. It's it's comparable WWE money, but the reason you go over to WWE is, uh, it's the WWE, right? Like right. if if you're playing baseball in Japan, right, and you win the World Series in Japan, you still got to come over to be a part of the Yankees, right? Yeah, and your first year is still considered your rookie year in right. the MLB, right? You get you got to come over to the MLB and 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 the Yankees in particular because it's the greatest sports franchise in the history of sports. That goes without saying. I don't have to say that to a, a Met fan and a Red Sox fan, right? I, I don't think I have to say hey, that. The Yankees are the Yankees. Man. Hold on, come on, get to your fucking point. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. That's what I'm looking Largest for. Uh, luxury tax in the history of the game. Still, yes, exactly. Yeah. I get. I hate the stadium, guys. I hate it. Uh, I see it every day. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. But anyway, that's that, right? Well, let's talk about what we've, we, we're done with that. But I do want to talk about Gunther. Um, what was this? Some what, One of you guys sent it in. I think it was you, Stris. That said, uh, there was some guy theorizing that Roman Reigns will retain, right? What if he retains the title all the way to September and, and uh, beats Hulk Hogan's record, which I think is ludicrous, for one. And should never happen. In sake, let's say it does. And then Gunther somehow holds on to the IC title all the way throughout through, through that time. And apparently there's a pay-per-view in, in Berlin or, or a premium show in Berlin. Well, I had no idea. Berlin. Right. So uh, they would main event Gunther versus Roman Reigns in Berlin. Title versus title. Bells would say I mean, it, it all sounds wonderful. Let me start with that. The person who was making this point is Sam Roberts, who is a 
He is face for radio personified. Uh, I mean, he was never a particularly attractive man, but over the years, he's aged poorly. He looks like he has a basement full of Cheeto dust, kitty litter, and child porn. Um, but <laughs> I could say all these things because I know he's not listening because only the sexy people listen to WLR. Only the sexy people. That's right. This motherfucker does not qualify in the least. <laughs> anyway, the concept all sounds wonderful. Like if you're WWE and like maybe... I don't know, like, or your, I'm sorry, TKO Holdings. And like Germany is like a huge market. You're really looking to lean into, hey, the NFL seems to. They just started playing games there this year. Yeah, setting something up like that sounds pretty cool. I mean, uh, on paper, undefeated, you know, Roman with the title for God knows how long. And then Gunther, who hasn't, hasn't lost, obviously, in forever, you know, going in there, Germany, would he be the baby face, which would just be like the weirdest thing uh, ever. Uh, but it probably will end up happening, I think, regardless. Like, I don't think it's going to quite make it to Roman still has the belt and he still has this intercontinental title. I, I, I'm, I, I, I could feel like I could say with confidence at least one of these motherfuckers is losing one of these belts by the time WrestleMania rolls around, at least. So the, he's talking about going all the way into August and September with this angle. Um, I don't think that's necessarily the case, but Gunther fighting for the world title, regardless of who has it, maybe he even has it. Maybe he's got Seth's title or, you know, whatever the hell it may be, but he will most definitely be in the main event of that pay-per-view, whatever that means. But I don't think it's going to quite be this crazy scenario. Sam Roberts cooked up as, as cool as it probably would be. Oh, what's up, Strace? You know, um, probably that that show is probably already sold out, so they don't need to do anything. <laughs> probably so they don't they don't need to keep the belts on these guys for that long because that is a very very long time. But I think what the scenario was that Sam said was that it would be right before Roman beats Hulk's record. So if Gunther were to win, he wouldn't just become the Universal Champion and retain the Intercontinental Champion, but he'd also stop. Roman from beating Hulk Hogan's record. That's what makes it a little bit more juicy. Yeah. If Roman were to retain and become Intercontinental Champion, he gives Gunther his very first loss in over like, you know, 700 something days. It becomes the Intercontinental Champion and then goes on to beat Hulk Hogan's record. So there's like big stakes really on either side, which makes it, you know, the story a lot, you know, more three dimensional. Uh, I think they'd have a phenomenal match. I would love to see it. I just don't see it being likely with it being so far away. And uh, like you like you know, how you were saying, Billy Ray, if you go to Mania in April and they play fucking uh, the Tribal Chiefs music at the end of the night, you're going to be pissed. It's like, at what point do the people go, fucking fuck them. This is not even funny anymore. <laughs> like, all right, let's, get, let's move the fuck on. Right. But you know, it, I don't. I don't know if I can see even if they did do the big scenario, and it's Gunther versus Roman. I don't. I don't know if I can see even if it's Gunther's backyard, him winning it there. I just don't. And if he did win it there, I just don't see him being a long-term Universal Champion. I don't. I don't know. I just don't see. I think he's a phenomenal worker. I love watching his stuff. His stuff with the Miz on Raw was fantastic. It was a five-star match. And yes, uh, the Miz is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And for those of you who say no, you just don't understand wrestling. And uh, Miz is just as good as anybody in that locker right. room. And yes, that includes the AJ Styles. Tell him. That includes uh, like all the guys who do flippity doodahs and all that bullshit. Miz is 
probably even a better worker than those guys and um, has maintained a job for 20 years. And after this long, still gets a baby face pop with Channing Miz and you are awesome. You are awesome. And, you know, it tells you everything you need to know about the guy. Go ahead, Bells. Now the Miz is awesome. We all know. We all know where I stand on this. Uh, married himself a like a like a fucking Playboy model. Fucking you know, yeah. greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Still is. I don't give a fuck what Gunther with the honky tonk. I don't give the, 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 the doesn't matter. It's the Miz, and uh, he's he's also the father of the future greatest female Intercontinental Champion of all time in Sky Mizanin. Oh man, Henny Power says that he could see Gunther being the heavyweight champion. I could see that too. That's a good transition for him. Yeah. Instead of you know the the big the big dog title right the the the, the heavyweight title I could see him holding that going into into the Germany paper. Oh yeah, like the Germany thing and Gunther is like those two are tied at the hip at this point. So it's like he's either going to have this intercontinental title all the way till then, still for some fucking crazy reason, or he'll lose it somewhere between now. Maybe he loses it at Mania. Maybe he loses it shortly after Mania. Enough time for him to heat back up for that but it's not like he loses this intercontinental title and he's fallen off into the mid card abyss like fucking so many have in the past like he's going right up to the main event scene he's going to be up fighting for the world title most definitely like almost immediately after he gives up this title and kind of gets cooking again so that hopefully that's when that bash at the berlin show is coming and it is going to be like i mean it's going to be weird how striz you're you're somebody who you know has booked shows and long-term storylines and stuff like that over here, he's a fucking heel, and he's gonna be right. a heel unless unless all of a sudden he's gonna get like suddenly likable. He's gonna be a heel all the way up. But when he goes to that show and he <laughs> fights for that title, he's he's the baby face in the building. Like, how do you yep. book an angle like that, and how does that sort of affect things? You just keep him on his path, keep him destroying guys. But you, it, the thing is, is that he's already been through so many guys that you have to switch him on shows so he works with a whole new group of guys, like switch out the Intercontinental and U.S. titles from show to show and let him work with a whole new crop of guys. But know who you have him working with if you have him aiming towards, you know, the universal title. Just keep that, you know, keep the runners straight and keep them beating guys. And uh, the the stuff with uh, Imperium being kind of like fuck-ups now, when they came in, they were strong as fuck. When they were in NXT, they were strong as fuck. You got you to gotta get them solid again, too. Not right away because there's plenty of time between now and September, but you got to have that in your brain of everybody in this team needs to be of like top notch caliber to make this all work. So when the time comes during that match and Gunther lays down one, two, three, and everybody's like, What the fuck? or Roman lays down one, two, three, it has to be that moment where everybody just goes oh, and they can't believe what they saw, and they go, It's going to be like a back and forth. 40 minute match. I just like the bodies are bruised and there's blood just from just mayhem in the ring. And, uh, you know, like you can see like the bloodline guys beating up Imperium and Imperium coming back and beating them up. And, like, you know, they're everybody's thrown from ringside. And, you know, oh, are we going to get a, are we going to get know? a you're out of here in this match? You get one of those wind up and point, you get out of here. Then I was just going to pop in the crowd. But yeah, to to you, to keep them both strong, you just keep them. You have no disqualification, loses, you know, losses. No, well, I was in a tag match and got pinned. Scenarios like they did with Roman, which was stupid. Did remember they did that a few months ago, where like 
Jay or somebody pinned Roman uh, in a tag match. This is the first time yeah. he's been pinned in over three years. Should have never, ever, ever seen Roman on his back getting pinned until the day he loses the belt. And so you got to keep that. You know, he can't be laying down for anybody, no matter what. And it's the same with Gunther. They have to win, either just choking motherfuckers out or tapping guys out or slamming them with their finishes and just being just dominant. You know, that's just all. Just keep them dominant. All right. So before we go to shout outs, I do want to talk about um, Tony Khan calling Disco Inferno a parasite um, because Disco was criticizing the product. And then Tony Khan goes on Twitter and says, uh, you're a parasite of some sort, some shit like that. Um, and everybody's losing their minds over it, right? And um, quite frankly, I don't know why he did it. I don't understand. I, I don't understand wh- why he would go on Twitter and or X, whatever it's called, and, and justify it. Like, a- add more more light to a, to a comment that probably 12,000 people may have seen. No one cares about well whomever whomever listens to disco on a podcast right that's and 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 they're expecting that they're expecting him to say something like that so it's nothing new right mm-hmm. so it, he would have said it and it would have been the end of it but Tony Khan just grabbed a big old spotlight and put it right on the comment by acting stupid and saying something Mark Henry's out there defending his boss of course he's getting a paycheck so um, I, I would defend all day too if I was getting paid like that to do absolutely nothing. I'd be like, hell yeah, like stop. But um, but yeah, what, what do you think? I'm gonna go to Bells and then I'm gonna go to Strange. What do you think of Tony Khan saying what he said and was it necessary? Uh yeah, no, Tony Khan uh shouldn't sell for like any of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like like you own a wrestling company, you're worried about like what yeah, I mean yeah, Glenn's opinion aside, right? Like, I mean, like there's he's certainly entitled to it, he certainly earned the the ability to have it. Um, but you know, whatever, whatever Tony Khan thinks about what he's saying, like, first and foremost, why are you even listening? Like, why is this even getting to you? You have a fucking company to run. Like, why are you worried about this in the first place? Why are you addressing these sorts of things? Um, parasites probably a little harsh, right? Like, but that's, you know, like every, there's a, there's a lot of people in this business that aren't necessarily physically in the business that are like, you know, making money off the business. Right. So, and, and Glenn's certainly one of them and uh, any litany of podcasters out there that are doing the same sort of thing. Um, you know, I'm of the opinion, everyone's allowed to have an opinion, right? Like there's really smart fans. There's really dumb fans. There's really smart guys that work. There's really dumb guys that worked. Um, I know where Glenn Falls fucking, you know, matrix, but it is what it is. Like he, he was the disco inferno. He was on TV for a long fucking time and he has every right to have an opinion about what's going on. Like many of the older crowd, you know, it might sound bitter and fucking angry and, and whatever from time to time. Sure. And that might be the case, but, um, I, I think like Tony Khan shouldn't be wasting his time with it, but there's probably a lot of what Tony Khan does that I would feel the same way about across the board so that's that's tony khan in a nutshell right what's up Strizz? what are you thinking well i, I would have popped if i found out that uh brian danielson uh fined tony khan five thousand <laughs> something that was put that on the internet isn't that his job now Is that would he, be like, great the, uh, internet czars you know so uh i'd pop like a motherfucker for that but uh yeah it, it's beneath him to to tweet out anything negative about anything just stay positive the people that love your stuff, in a, in a way, with them, it seems like you can do no wrong. But there's always going to be your naysayers and detractors. It's just 
don't give them oxygen. Just ignore it. And it'll, trust me, the, when you do ignore stuff like that, it goes up their ass 10 times deeper than if you do say something because then that gives them the energy to clap back at you or use it like fellows said. These, these are podcasters to use it on their show and they'll have that on their show in perpetuity, you know? So don't don't give them the ammunition to fire back at you and just, you know, if you're going to say anything, like, you know, for the people who think they can do it better, like, you know, go cut a check for 250 grand and get yourself a, you know, a small TNA size company to start up and do it yourself and see if you can, you can do it better than me, you know? So, I mean, Disco's a smart guy. He's been around a million years. He was a worker for 20 years before he even got in the office and did creative with WCW and formatted shows and gave finishes for years and years that all the boys respected Disco. And, uh, you know, he knows what he's talking about. And he does make a lot of points. He's a, he's a fairly negative guy, but, you know, this, this is just how some people are. I mean, you just can't knock him for who he is. It's just be like, oh, that's, that's Disco. But, um, you know. If I was him, I would. If I was in Tony Khan's ear, I'd be like, just, just don't say anything at all. Right. Just don't say, don't say a damn thing. That's the the best advice I would give him. Be like, hey, listen, don't don't worry about this nonsense. Uh, let it go, and no one will give a shit. If you say something, it's gonna turn into a wildfire. Leave it alone. Who gives a damn? He's probably gonna come ask you for a job at some point. Get your revenge that way. You know. Come on, yeah. like you just let it go, but that's not what Tony Khan does because Tony Khan is gonna Tony Khan. All right, we're getting up out of here, we're gonna do the the a roll call, ladies and gents. The Striz Invitational only shout out session. We're gonna do that right now, All and right. then and then uh, we're gonna talk about Christmas a little bit, that's I right. guess, because this is the last episode before Christmas, ladies and gents. Yeah, we see Hoop in the chat here. Merry Christmas to you too. What up, Hooper? What's going on? Merry Christmas, buds. All right. Striz, what we got going on for the shout? Yeah, man. It was Ask Billy Ray Valentine, a question uh, episode of WLR. Holy crap. I think this would be kind of interesting. And um, earlier today, we were, we were thinking that it was just going to be you and me tonight, but luckily, Bells was able to hop on. Right, so I thought right. this would be a great part of the show where I could just sit back and not have to do anything. But like I guess like usual. <laughs> show up and fucking flap my gums for 20 minutes, but... Uh, <laughs> This was just to double down on that, and I just figured, yeah, maybe there's some people out there who have questions that they want to ask Billy Ray, and uh, that this would be a great opportunity to do so. All right, let me uh, let me pull this up. I haven't yeah. seen any of these questions. No, this Ooh, is nice. your first time going through. That's and typically, good. typically, if you're gonna ask me a question, you have to go to onlyfringe.com and um, and pay thirty dollars. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's up, Colin? Um, all right, boom. Okay, here we go. All right, all right. It's, it's Ask Billy Ray Valentine a question episode of WLR. If you'd like a shout out, reply to this post with a recorded question for the man, the myth, the legend. Over when you know me, Billy Ray Valentine, Cody Rhodes, the Mecca G, ladies and gents. Uh, all right, uh, what do we got first? Strange, all right, yeah, it's all right. Actually, let's go down to the bottom and work our way to the top. Does that sound good? Sure. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, there's a couple of familiar, familiar faces. Face. All right. There we go. Let's start with uh, Jay Rizzi. Wait, do I see two Johns in here? Hold on. Scroll back. Yeah, up he, he, he posted it twice because Twitter was giving him a problem with posting. I, I can't stand when that happens to me, too. It drives me up the Squinty-eyed motherfucker. How is he driving? 
Look at him. Uh, he's smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> Are they two different questions? Or it's the exact same question. He just reposted it. Like, right, just right. re-recorded it and then posted it again. All so right, make sure I got this loaded up. Okay. Ready? All here, right, we go. here we go. Jerry's email. All right. Take number two because Twitter's on its bullshit today. Mm-hmm. Uh, BRV, the prettiest of the 1111 boys. That's right. Only- <laughs> Fuck off, John. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 listen. <laughs> Stop interrupting the guy, all right? Let's let's let it go straight across. Just you know what? You f- you don't know this motherfucker's Christmas song of choice, and all of a sudden you're falling down the fucking ladder. He, he is nonsense, he, John. I see you, John. He's speaking the truth, all right? A very very wise man of 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 <laughs> mystery school Babylonian levels. Okay, right. you're gonna read in the local papers. Pastor struck by stray lightning bolt. Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, BRV, the prettiest of the 1111 boys, because only beautiful people are allowed. That's it. Um, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Like, in the sense of, like, it just brings you joy, it's, it's like, funny or whatever. It just, it's one that's your favorite. Whether you believe it or not, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Whether it makes you think, funny, whatever version of it. Thanks. To smack attack on Saturdays. <laughs> Cheap plug. Hold on. Hold on. We got, we got to get that. Hold on. Listen to smack attack on Saturdays. Boom. And he cuts, he cuts himself off. Listen to smack attack on Saturdays, man. You know, make sure you go do that, man. Uh, dope. Jay Riz, uh, this changes all the time for me. Right now, it's literally the, the Truman Show conspiracy. That, that's got to be it. It's on my mind all the time. Sometimes I think I'm living in the Truman Show. Mm-hmm. So many synchronicities go on in a day-to-day that I'm like, it's got to be. the. They have to be making fun of me, right? The gods have to be looking down and saying, man, we're watching you do, the, do all this ridiculous crap. And we're trying to tell you that we're watching you do all this ridiculous crap, but you're doing it anyway. You know, like that. It's, it's come to that point. You know, I choose to buy into this reality and say that everybody is an independent uh, a thought and independent soul and and have and have their own lives and are and are experiencing their own experiences on this earth but there remains the possibility that i am the only uh, uh person that's really alive and everybody else is a figment of my imagination or it could be the same for all of you i, I don't know but that's my favorite one at the time because it's it's interesting as hell and i think it, Everyone has thought about that at some point. If you're into conspiracies anyway, everybody's like, am I in the Truman Show? Somebody made a movie about it, and it's quite good. You know, um, so so I'm, I'm certainly not alone. Bell's Truman Show. Truman Show, yeah. I mean, I obviously think I'm the center of the universe. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is entirely possible that I actually am, and you're all just a bunch of actors here to uh, appease me and guide me through a a, a a simple life of mere mortals uh in order to be you know suppress my my godly powers from doing greater good somewhere else on some other realm that's that's obviously what's happening here um yeah no i mean i thought the movie was great um i do like you know some variation of the truman show like simulation theory i, I think i can get a little bit more into Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like everybody else is like an NPC and and maybe not necessarily right. like a, yeah. an actor yeah. 
playing. No, no, no. Uh, that's what, that's but, what I think. I don't think everybody's okay. an actor. I think everybody else is an NPC. Right. Fair right. enough. Yeah, no, I could see something more along those. Like, yeah, like a more technological version of the Truman Show, the Matrix, you know, whatever, right. whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, totally possible. In fact, scientifically speaking, supposedly it's plaus- It's not only plausible, but likely. Oh, God. All right, Striz, Truman Show, what's yeah, that? It's, it's funny that you guys said NPC because, uh, you know, I you know I think about the Truman Show thing, too, a lot. In the last couple of weeks at work, I was thinking about that. Like, is there a bunch of people watching me on TV walking to work right now thinking – this fucking guy you know but i can tell you i can prove to well i don't know if i can prove it but i i don't think i am in a truman show thing because that show would be fucking canceled immediately because the last three weeks all i have done is sit on my ass and watch tv and that cannot be good for ratings for the truman show yeah. like the you know watch me watching fox news for 15 hours a day it's probably not the most entertaining <laughs> thing in the world and um you know, like I, I, I said, I like as I've been home thinking, like I, I feel like a, a non-player character. Like this, and it's, the the part about that that kind of pisses me off is that I used to do tons of shit. I used to be so busy doing all all types of crap, going to the gym and doing wrestling stuff and work and this and blah blah blah. I never had like a free moment. I was always out doing stuff. Like the, um, I think ever since I sold the restaurant. And I was able to finally decompress a lot of stuff out of my life. Like I, be, I went from like I, I always say to my wife, like I've become a tire kicker. Like the guy that never buys the car, he just goes to the lot every now and then and kicks a few tires and goes home, but never does. Like I, I never produce anymore. I never like I always have a bunch of ideas, but never pull the trigger on doing any of it anymore. Whereas before, I'd be like, all right, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Now it's always like, eh, what's the point, <laughs> you know? So the, the last several years, I've been feeling like more like an NPC more than ever. Yeah, well, I get it. I get it. Okay. Are we moving on to, to, to the Andrew Bellum? Yeah, sure. Why not? He's, he's here, by the way. I am here. But, but I still want to hear him say this. He, he wasn't supposed to be here. He's gracing us with his presence. It's a, it's a Christmas present. It's a goddamn oh. Christmas miracle. I recorded this right. like right after I texted you guys earlier today. I was like, I think I'm in. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Does it look like fellow's mustache is darker on one side than the other? It does. It does does look darker on one side. He tried to trim it down, and then and then he lost battery. He didn't pay his con ed bill, and boom, he just stopped. (laughs) And and that's the way he came out. But it looks dope, bro. When that shit happens. It, it, it looks good. Bells is is the present under the Christmas tree for the eleven eleven faithful. That's why he's here today. Okay, let's see what's up here. What does he say, Mr. Valentine? It's the Andrew Bello. May have heard of me. God of Thunder, <laughs> Doctor of Thundernomics, all that stuff. PhD in NXT, <laughs> all the shit, all the nicknames you gave me. Anyway, uh, question for you: The Goddess of Thunder actually presented this one to me recently. She heard it on a podcast that wasn't WLR. Mm. So fuck her. But the question is: How many owls would you need to see in a day before you started to wonder if there was something going on? Fuck. Interested to hear your answer, Strez. You too, for the record. Let's go, boys. The fourth kind. The fourth kind. Go watch that movie. It's one of my favorite uh, horror movies of all time. But but watch it without any previews or without anything. I mean, you still may not be stupid enough like I was or whatever to actually believe that it may have been true for a second. But but that's what caught me because it's documentary style. I'm like, is this shit real? And I should have known it wasn't real, but still. Um, <laughs> it was dope. And then to go back and check it up and then figuring out that it's not real, but 
the experience of it, and they were catching owls everywhere, right? They just kept seeing owls and keep... Dude, if I see one... I live in the Bronx, bro. If, if there's true. one owl outside, bro, one. <laughs> I'm like, nah, man, nah. Something, <laughs> something's going on. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> What's up, Stris? What do you, you see? If you see wall, uh, an owl, he's probably going to ask you for your wallet. <laughs> and then you look hey, at him bro. and be like, who? 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 <laughs> who Literally, if I saw four owls, I would probably be starting to be like a little sus. Like, I don't know. What's this all these owls? I think uh, three would be average. When I lived in Rhode Island, there's plenty of wildlife. Uh, yeah, see, three was my area. So, was it? Okay. Yeah. So, we're pretty close. Three. Fuck yeah, because if I saw one, I'd be like, oh, that's weird. Like, I've, I've, I can maybe on one hand count the number of owls I've seen in my life, probably like on the lower end of, of one to five, too. Like, I don't know how many it's been. So if I saw one, I'd be like, all right, that's kind of cool. Like, great. Saw an owl today. Saw a second one. I'd be like, oh, like maybe it's like his cousin. Like, whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, in, my, in my head, I'd be like, oh, that's not that weird. I saw that third owl and I'd be like, nah, something's fucking going on right now. Like, I don't uh, what? What kind of fucking Illuminati bullshit is going on in this <laughs> small east no, fucking town in, in eastern New Jersey? <laughs> hey, hey, uh, on, only the sexiest of the people were allowed to ask questions to BRV this week. So, shouts to all of you who yes, actually took the time. How did and, Colin and, and, I mean, he, he must be incredibly sexy. Like I said, only the sexiest of the people were allowed to do this. So, Jay Riz. The reason why Bello, you think Bello does this to any for any other question? No, he absolutely doesn't. But but they, when when we put out the call for the sexiest of the sexiest, Bello's like, well, I kind of I kind of qualify for that, so let me fit in here. And boom, of course, we had to let him in. Uh, Colin Wysong, is he next? He is next. There he, he is, is right there. Are we ready, Stris? I think he's wearing Oakleys. Yeah, yeah I, got some, I, got, I got some Oakleys. Let me see. Are those right. Oakleys? Those are kind of dope. Uh, send me some Oakleys, Colin. All right, here we go. Here we go. Question that the people want to know. What exactly is a panty raider? Hold on. <laughs> so we've got all these jabronis out here asking Billy Ray Valentine, oh, who do you think's going to win? Royal Rumble. Oh, who do you think's going to win? <laughs> WrestleMania. Oh, oh, oh. All those questions are invalid. My question is the most important question. And the question that the people want to know. Yeah. Billy Ray Valentine, how'd you get your denim wall so great? Oh gosh. You know. Oh gosh. Um damn, that's a deep cut. I don't even know if I can answer that. You know, w without giving away deep secrets of the universe that were uh given to me by by a much higher entity, you know what I mean? So I I don't know if I can if if people will even begin to comprehend only a select few know what you're talking about, sir. You and Big Ray Hernandez. Other than that, no one else knows what you're talking about. Um, my denim wall was exquisite. My denim wall was beautiful and sexy, just like me, you know. Um, and it existed in 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 uh, in uh, the the lobby of the World Trade Center way back in the day, you know. Um, I don't do denim walls anymore. I am retired, but I would consider going back if I absolutely had to. The Andrew Bello. Did you ever work in a retail store and have to do a denim wall? I did not. Um, of the many ridiculous jobs I had growing up, I managed to escape that one. Well, good for you, because it's yeah. not fun. Strays, you did you did many things. Did you ever have to do that? No. No, I did not. 
In fact, I had to ask Colin, like, what the fuck did you, because I, I had never heard the term. And I said, can you tell me what you asked Billy Ray? Because it sounded like you said, you know, denim wall. And I thought he had just said something, but his word, because sometimes, like, because I can't hear in my left ear, like, I sometimes I hear something and it doesn't, it's not at all what the person said. Mm, so I yes. had to clarify it. And uh, I was like, he's like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And he said about, you know, I guess you and Billy Ray used to talk about that kind of stuff, all, you know, before, I guess, back in the day. So <laughs> that's Ray. Ray, Ray won't <sighs> let, Ray won't let me forget the gap days, you know, when I used to work at the gap and, and he mentions it to Colin 24 seven. So that's how Colin would know about it. But uh, that's it. I, I, I used to fold uh, denim jeans for eight hours a day at the gap God 20 damn. years ago. Good Lord. That must be a long fucking day. Uh, you know, it really wasn't that bad because, you know, uh, all the all the ladies would come over to the denim wall. So it was kind of fun. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Who's next? All right. This is Craig H. H. And Craig, are you in a freaking ice bath? Yes, he is. He is. You get to actually see him step into it, too. Mm-hmm. There we go. He is this the of, yeah. of, the, of the next level g- genus, if if I want an ice bath, I need to turn on my my cold water and put ice in it here in my apartment. I can't go outside and do it like a real G. That's what I need to be doing. Ice, let me tell you, all jokes aside, those things are dope. Like I, I not too long ago, I, I was having all types of body pains and and uh neuropathy because of my diabetes. And and I I got to the point where I didn't know what to do with it, what to do for it, and I was like, I'm gonna go dip myself in cold water, and that shit worked. I don't know if it'll work for everybody else, man, but it worked for me, and I still do it every Saturday if I can. I I dip in there, and it's and it's not ice cold water, but it's cold enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I dig. This that. is just him flaunting his wealth in front of our faces again, exactly. Oh, I just just woke up from a from a brisk brunch and a light workout, and I'm taking a dip in my ice bath <laughs> from his from his smoked meats and cheeses empire. <laughs> well, it's only for the sexiest people, man. That's what That's I'm saying. And he and he brought out the sexy. He's he don't he don't even got a shirt on. He's just mm. doing mm-hmm. it for the people on X. All right, let's see what's going on here. Here he is walking over to his hot tub. Pulling the top off and there's cold tub as it were. Yeah. This is cold tub. Good lord. I'm cold just looking at it. I guess a major shrinkage in there. Oh hey. <laughs> see you there. Oh hey. Hey Bill Ray. Question for you. <laughs> Are you a toilet paper oh. over or under the roll? Over or under kind of guy. You'll be judged. Oh, and uh, Cody Loads is in the semifinals for fantasy football. I own the name. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, a couple of things there. All right, you don't know you don't you don't own the name. Okay, you you don't own the name. So stop. It. He bought it. He's got paperwork. Stop. Okay. Stop. Second, um, am am I a toilet paper over or under guy? I will be judged. Check this. I'm already judging you. All right. I'm already judging you because I don't use toilet paper. That is, <laughs> that is for dirty people that and lazy people that don't want to clean their ass. First off, I use baby wipes, all right? I knew you're a baby wipe. I, I use baby wipes on my ass, right? And then whenever possible, right, when I'm home, I take a shower. 
I'm always clean as a whistle. All right. I don't use pieces of paper to scrub the crap back and forth, back and forth. It just really stays there. Right. I'm done with that. Okay. I am a civilized human being of the upper echelon, one of the sexiest 11 11 boys on the planet. There's not very many of us, there's only three. Okay. And, and the 11 11 clan, you know, so that, that's what we do. So we want to step it up here uh, at the 11 11 clan. Uh, Get some baby wipes, you know, some of the some of the fragrance ones, you know, it's mint, make it smell all good and stuff, you know, and clean, 100% clean. You know what I mean? Bells, do you use tissue paper? Of course. Of course I do. Because uh, I'm a normal You're the God of thunder. What, what the hell? Uh, no, I'm a very clean pooper. I got, I got, I got it just very, very, very <laughs> oh, little regularly. It's kind of, it's, it's almost like a. It's almost like a, like a rabbit sort of situation. It's, it's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but yes, I do use toilet paper. And yes, Craigie, I'm an over type guy. Judge away if you must. But no, if you uh, disagree, you're terribly, terribly fucking wrong. <laughs> you will be judged. Strays, what do you do, Strays? Of course, it's over the top. I'm not a psychopath like Billy Ray. He just... Pours ketchup all over his goddamn fries all willy nilly. Right, right. Dipper for God's sake. So of course it's over the top. Right, right. Craig, Craig H. Craig H. is a G. Craig H. is a G. Right, and, and regardless, Craigie H., you know, you don't own the name Cody Loads, but if you're gonna use the name Cody Loads, you better, you may as well win a championship. So good for you. I was telling the boys off air that in my my money league. I finally made the playoffs first time in three years. What a drought. I actually got a welcome back from some of the people that uh, normally frequent the playoffs because I was in the playoffs every year. I used to win championships. And it's been a while since I quit my job and I went back to school. I don't know what the hell I'm doing anymore. I really don't even have the time. you know. So I got welcome backs and it felt really good only to get bumped in the first round. But it was a really good show. So I'm, I'm happy with my year there. But in, in the Hameen Media League, which I only drafted about five players, um, I, I did very badly. So uh, And I, I had a lot of bad luck. Both my quarterbacks went down. Um, so what am I going to do? Maybe I'll be back next year with a little bit more time and whoop that ass, Craigie H. So uh, enjoy it while you can. All right. What do we have here? Before we go to uh, Mandir, yeah. there's one more thing that Craigie H. I still want to invite him back on the show because I invited him months ago to come on and talk about his new business with the smoked meats and cheeses. And he said he didn't want to because he's shy and everything. And, like, after doing a promo like that, how can yeah. you say you're shy? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, No excuse right, now, Craig. You, you <laughs> feel like you've known us all now for quite a long time. You've been listening to the show for, like, however long we've been doing it. And uh, let's let's get you on the show in the new year. Let's, let's get you on there and so you can talk about what you're doing with your business and everything and um, see if we can help you spread the word. I'd love that, Craigie H. Come on. Come on. Come on the show and, and talk about smoked meat. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. All right. We got Mandir lined up, the sexiest of all the chimeras, ladies and gentlemen. Are we ready for it? Let's do it. My question for Cody Lodes is right. who's a bigger mark? Tony Khan or Dave Meltzer? Mm. The world wants to know. All right. All right. All right. All right. What's up? What's up, man, dear? Um, okay. So 
I know the answer to this, by the way. I I, I know the answer to this. Oh, I think I know the answer to this. You could correct me, Strange. Yeah. But but uh, Tony Khan is the bigger mark. You're correct. Yeah. Right. Tony. Thank you. Tony Khan is the bigger mark, and here's my rationale behind. Dave Meltzer uh, has figured out a way to make a living off. You of are 100. Bravo. Correctly, right? Yep. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So so good for Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Um, Tony Khan is bleeding money right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's bleeding money to be a mark somehow. Right, right. So, so, uh, so there, there you go. I, I was going to ask the the rest of the boys, uh, but I, I think we got a new a unanimous decision. Yeah. One mean, guy's let, making a shit ton of money and has never had to do shit in the business to even step foot one in the ring, right. and makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just essentially lying <laughs> and propagating about the business, whereas the other one has spent about $150 million for the product that 350,000 people watch regularly a couple times a week. So there's the difference right there. That is the difference, man. Yeah. My gosh. Man, dear, very sexy chimera, ladies and gents. You know, we only do the sexiest stuff in here and at WLR. Let me say what's up to some of the people in the chat before we go to JVD, the last guy here. Um, uh Eight track chat tonight, by the way. Yeah, for real. What's up yeah. to everybody? Eight track Brown is in there talking some nonsense. Uh, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, oh, we're doing a PW hustle end of the year, uh, on the 31st. What time? What what time track? I don't know. Tell me what well, time it needs to be will early. Be getting to the chopper. There will be get we're gonna be sending a lot of people to the chopper. We we, we nice. have to we, we, we gotta do it because we haven't done it all year. We're gonna send them to the chopper. We're gonna we're gonna do the professor's perspective awards when he gives out his awards. He does it every year, but we're doing it big this year. Stop by on the 31st. Say what's up. Track um, is asking me a question. He wants to know why all the white girls like that those um hickory farms baskets so much. Cause them sausages, homeboy. <laughs> you know they ain't got you said like white guys. <laughs> Question for Strange. Why do white guys like hickory? Oh, white guys. So same, same. <laughs> they like a good smoked meat. Pause. That's right. Um, because oh, oh, Pepperidge oh. Farm remembers. Hooper's in the chat. What's going on? Colin Wysong is in the chat. I saw him up in there. DX stream. What's up, man? How you doing? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. The dude, Henny Powers. What's going on? Henny Powers. Gambit is in here. What's yeah. up? How you doing? Jerome Hall. What's going on? Jerome. How you doing? Jerome Morris. Let me see the let me see the mirror. All right. And Mike Simmons was up in there. What's up, Mike Simmons? And everybody else. I'm not gonna keep going up. Um, if you guys want to shout, just write something and I'll see your name uh beforehand. All right, cool. Uh J V D. Look at the man right there. All right. Um, we ready, Stris? We're ready. Let's do it, buddy. All right, cool. So, Billy Ray, um, they always say, don't meet your heroes. Mm. Is there anyone in the wrestling world or the conspiracy world that you've always wanted to meet and were just totally let down by it? Just total shit show. Let me know. Now, Billy Ray, before you answer this, right. uh, I, I responded to JVD and I said, well, I think I know one that really left Billy Ray shaking his head. And I, I don't want to give away the name or anything, but I feel like if the guy had a gun, he might shoot the moon somehow. But, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that, <laughs> you were thinking about the same person or not. Or... Holy crap. Um, um, there's been I, mean, I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want to crow out answers or anything like that. But... 
<laughs> there's been many, 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 many money um, uh, in the conspiracy <laughs> world that, that that has happened to. Uh, in the wrestling world, well, for one, in the conspiracy world, the biggest letdown, and I have met him, is Alex Jones. By far, without a doubt, you know, um, it, it's just the, the, the biggest disappointment uh there is in in uh in the world right and i'm not necessarily my hero but i listen to that dude for for the better part of 10 years almost every day i would tune into infowars to listen to that guy and he's completely off his rocker but beyond that he is a grifter of the highest order and i've had this confirmed by people that worked for him he is a grifter of the highest order I have no respect for the guy. Um, and, and I'll still tune into InfoWars from time to time uh, to listen to the nonsense because, uh, you know, you have to keep your enemies close. Um, but, yeah, Alex Jones is the biggest disappointment there is. And there's more. Like Striz alluded to, there is a line of them in the alt media, profession wrestling-wise. Um, who was a real dick? A real dick to me. Um Damn, I forgot this motherfucker's name. But he was a real asshole one day. We were doing an interview with Big Ray. Um, and he's cool with Big Ray. He's friends with Big Ray, or he, I don't know if friends is the right word to put it to put it, but but they were acquaintances. And That's we did a, we, right we did <laughs> we did an interview at onewrestling.com when I was working over there. Um what's his name? He's an AEW right now. The the Swolverine. What's his name? Oh, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Brian Cage, and I hear he's a really nice guy, but oh, I, he's a super nice guy. Right? He, he must. I must have caught him on a bad day, because hmm. because he was he was a a, a real asshole when uh, really? when I interviewed him along with Ray and uh, and even Ray Ray was like, what what's what's up with that? You know, because Ray has a really good relationship with him. Um, we didn't even publish the interview. It was that bad. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that, that was that was a, a, a letdown." Uh, the Big Show was an asshole to some people when we were online to see him one day. I was with my cousin that wanted to get an autograph, and uh, and he was being an asshole to some people. Um, who else? Um, damn, that's it. I never met Hulk Hogan, but if I ever had a hero, it was him. And that's why I have such a such a to this day I'm I'm like super uh, nostalgic and 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 I I'll never uh, there's nothing like a Hulk Hogan pop like a real American pop I've I've still yet to witness it in professional wrestling and you know he's his his character Terry Bollet is very different from Hulk Hogan you know and 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 I had to reconcile that but I never met Hulk. I still want to meet him at some point, you know, um, but that's the closest I ever came to having a hero. But good question. Hit me up if you want to know the real JVD. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you about a few others, but uh, I gave you the safe ones today. Um, what's up, Bells? What's going on? No, uh, you you said Terry Belay and Hulk Hogan, and I just I just thought back to like remember the whole Gawker trial and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, there was yeah, the yeah. actual dialogue that took place about how you know, like Hulk Hogan's got like a like got like a fucking ten incher, but Terry Belay's maybe only got like a six or seven. <laughs> you know, there, 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 there was like this was an actual dialogue that took place during the trial. It was it fucking in court. 
It's the greatest <laughs> conversation to ever take place under oath. Wow, man. Uh, who you know, I, I'd love to meet Jim Cornette. Um oh, the, the, really? I, I I you know, I I he's he has the makings of an asshole, but but I, I love his show, even though I haven't listened in, in months. I love it. I just have he's pretty much what you see is what you get. Yeah. 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 Like the guy you hear on the show is pretty much the guy you're gonna meet in person. There's right. really no difference between either Jim Cornette. They're pretty much right. the same guy. And 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 I'm blanking because you you it's kind of put me on the spot, but there's there's some out there that are just like, oh man. And that's why I've taken such a radical turn in, in the alternative media because most of these people are either insane or you're just trying to take your money. One of the two. Or um, both. Or both. Absolutely. All right. That was good. That was fun. Thank you yeah. for, for the sexiest of the sexy, ladies and gentlemen, the, the cream of the crop of the 1111 crew uh, checking in today and and uh, seeing what's up. Let's do something like New Year's related uh, for, for next week. Hopefully I'll be here um, or, or I might be an MSG at the WWE show um, on the 26th. If any of you fine people are out there, hit Billy the Kid up. I'll be out there more most more than likely I'll be out there. If I if I'm not, that means I'll be here recording WLR with the boys. So um the last WLR of 2023 roaring into 2024. And you know what that means? The Royal Rumble's coming up. Predictions, even though I've already predicted and you don't need to hear anything else. But still, we're gonna do it. All right. The Andrew Bello, the sexiest of of Asgard, ladies and gents. There's nobody sexier than Bello and Asgard. Come on now. All Come on now. Stop well, the nonsense. Ray Valentine. Anyway, yeah, you could find me on X at the Andrew Bello. T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E O. And by the way, you could check me out on YouTube. I'm I'm there as well. That's a also, the Andrew Bell. I'm not going to spell it again, but y'all can rewind and figure it out. Anyway, um, song up uh, most recent single, I guess, if we're even calling it such a thing. Uh, Intensity, check it out. And uh, everybody, fingers crossed for the release of Vultures. We need we need new Kanye in the world. The world needs some Kanye right now. Or at yes, least I do, most certainly. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Hooper in the chat, check this out. Haven't used toilet paper in over two decades. Baby wipes all the way. That's what I'm talking about. You see what I mean about the sexiest and the Man, I don't even know that. The well, genius, know, the genius know, level the, over here. I don't know Parker. why Craig was asking. Craig most definitely has a bidet and some sort of servant to handle. He all goes, this it's like on um, uh, coming to America. It's like wipers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But Hooper knows the deal. That's the way to do it, ladies and gents. All right, the Striz, the sexiest strangler on the planet. Tell him what's up, sir. Uh, not a lot of that, but I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. I think this is the last one before then, so I hope everybody gets what they wanted, and, um, and I hope you get to spend some time with the people who you care the most about and uh, care the most about you. And uh, if you don't, then make a point to call and talk to them. I, I lost two very good people this month, and I'll never get to be able to spend any time with them ever again that's really sad because they both died from cancer uh, one was my my father's sister my aunt <clears throat> who got to be 71 so it really even though we kind of knew it was coming was you know still kind of rough and another guy uh jack trades who was the um heart and soul of 2cw he was the head of our ring crew and did so so much more than that and uh really really was just a great guy and we lost him around 54 from pancreatic cancer this year so you know 
it's like they always say, like, the tomorrows are not guaranteed. So take your time to enjoy things, even the small little things, going out to lunch with a friend or making that phone call that you know you should have been making, but you just haven't done it yet. Do it this week if you have time. Or at least shoot a text to somebody you haven't talked to in a little bit and say, man, just let you know I'm just thinking of you and, uh, you know, just just throw it, throw it out there and just see what happens. You might get a really cool response and, um, you know, just spend the time with the people who care about you the most and uh, don't don't waste your energy on, on things that you shouldn't be wasting it on. And just enjoy the holiday season for what it is. It's going to go by fast and uh, we'll be ushering in a brand new year and hopefully it's going to be a great prosperous year for everybody. And uh, I just hope that everybody gets to enjoy their the time that they have. Absolutely, man. Um, it's it's important. Uh, you know, uh, it's that time of year, but, but I mean, it's all year round, right? You know, right. and 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 try to try to embrace those that you love. Now's the time to do it if you're ever gonna do it, man. You know, and and uh, have fun, have a good one, have a relaxed one. Uh, Colin Wysong in the chat says, uh, Alex Stein, ninety nine. Alex Stein was actually really nice to. Me. He, he gave me the name Primetime. You know, he he said I could use it, you know, and, uh, and I had Alex Stein on my show. I was on Alex's show. He had me on his show, and I had him on my show right before he blew up. Oh, is that you the know? one that was yelling at AOC on the on the yeah. Capitol steps? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. He, he works for The Blaze now. He works for The Blaze as a correspondent, recently introduced Donald Trump. At a at a rally or Huge. or at reawaken America. One a lot of, of people talk. <laughs> a lot of people talk about this Alex Stein. I gotta tell you, <laughs> that sounds like George Burns and and <laughs> gotta do one of these and one of those, but not when you'd expect it to take place. That's how we do it. Yeah, <laughs> Melania. Alex Stein was very nice to me, man, and, and he actually. Uh, 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 agreed to come on to come back on the fringe and and we were gonna have a discussion about some of his most recent uh escapades but i never followed up but i'm sure if i do he he'd come back on so alex stein's a good dude i like him very much we don't agree on about anything but but uh, but i like him he's a good dude uh all right that's it we're getting up out of here merry christmas merry all christmas right. merry christmas all right and and don't make me have to say it again all right. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays for all of you non-believers. No. There's some ho, <laughs> the ho, ho, flow ho with the blood of the non-believers. Um, go watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It was fantastic. Take your kids. Uh, the new Willy Wonka movie. It was it was good, man. T take your take your kids to go see it. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Hey, uh, New Year's Eve PW Hustle and Year End WLR. Look out for both of them coming up Most in the next definitely. week. All right, we're getting up out of here. That's it. Bye-bye, guys. Take it easy. Meow. Hey, Bells. Nope. Too late. No, 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 man. <laughs> too late. Uh -uh. It's too late. No, what do you mean it's too late? It's never you too can't. late. No. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> <out of here. laughs> Striz, tell him what's up. Me likey boobies. That's right. That's the way to do it. That's the way we finish. Take it easy, Almost man. Almost got out of here. <laughs> Boom.